welcome to the first episode of No More Be Grand. I'm Zoha and as promised we're going to be talking about an uncomfortable topic. So let's talk about racism. I am here with a very special guest if you want to introduce yourself. I'm Marie Pahanis. Hi Marie, thanks so much for coming. So um, my first idea with this podcast, especially when I was talking about racism, was to kind of talk about identity because mm-hmm. I think there's such two topics that are so interlinked but people don't really realize how interlinked they are yeah to just kind of get the ball rolling I'm going to talk about identity and kind of start by introducing myself so my name's Zoha and I identify as an Irish Pakistani I'm Marie and I identify as a Irish Filipino Ooh, look at us <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I think when I was talking about identity something that comes up quite often is people ask me straight away especially when they hear my voice and like this big Kilkenny accent they're yeah. like oh were you born here and I'm like no <laughs> but I wasn't <laughs> like I actually moved from Pakistan like a few days before my 12th birthday oh really yeah oh yeah my God. people don't really suck that about me but yeah no I was actually like I'm oh, I I just assume straight away. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if you've noticed this, but like, have you noticed that when you say that to people, like, I don't know if, if you were born here or not, but like, yeah. personally, I've seen it that like, when I tell them I wasn't born in Ireland, their yeah. faces like drop. Yeah. And no. you see them kind of be like, oh, sure, she's not like, you know, she's not really one of us, you know. No, I've had that before. Like, I, like, I get that question. Oh, like, where are you really from? I hate that. I work in retail. Like, I work in, like, the biggest retail in Dublin. Yeah. And, like, we're we're getting so busy right now. But, like, um, like, customers would ask, like, oh, could you have this stock? And they would, like, they're, like, are you born here? Or, like, oh, where are you really from? Because, like, they hear my accent and, like. They're like, confused. <laughs> They're confused. I'm like, um, well, I'm from Lucan, but I was born in Philippines. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it that actually really, really annoys me because, like, at the core of it, it's racial profiling. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. you would like if I was white and I had like brown, like lighter brown hair. Yeah. No one would ask me that question. Mm. And it kind of like it's something that I really kind of. Like, I get really angry. I know this sounds so bad, but I tend to get really frustrated with people when they ask me that. And I'm like, why? Like, why do you feel that you have the right to validate my identity? Yeah. Do you know? Like, have you ever experienced that? Like, someone's like, oh, no, you're not really Irish. Like, nah, you're not. Oh, my God. Like, um, no, I had this. Like, I always get this. Like, um, I had this thing with UCD. I had a big fight with them because, on Twitter. (laughs) Because. (laughs) all the good fights out. Yeah, um, they automatically assumed like I'm not an Irish citizen and tried to charge me like 12, no, 20 grand for my master's. And so I tweeted about it um, thing, and it got a lot of attention on Twitter. And then like a lot of like Irish people like would say, well, yeah, because you're not Irish that's why they did this um you were born outside the eu and stuff like that and i was like oh, i wish i turned off my mentions like i wish only people i followed could reply to it but too late um i just muted the thing because i didn't want to see anymore like yeah i mean like i don't blame you at all because like it's very hard like people don't understand that for them it's a comment 
Yeah. But for us, it's like our entire world has been turned upside down. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like pulling the ground underneath someone's feet. Like, this yeah. is who we associate. This is who we are. And for someone to be like, no, you're not. Mm. It's so hurtful. Yeah. Like, but I've also heard that Dublin, like, do you think Dublin is like a bit more racist than the rest of the country? Because that's perception I've nearly got from a lot of people. My friends who like live in like, I don't know, like Cork or something would say, you know, the rural side of Ireland's kind of more racist than like the city side because people tend to be more open, like quote, open. Um, But you get racism everywhere you go. It's not just in one place. It's where you step in and like, I don't, don't think Dublin's any different compared to any other county. I'm from Kilkenny, but I go to college in UL. So yeah. I noticed that, like, not even Limerick, but in UL, it's, like, the only place I don't get stares mm. for walking into a room. Like, in Kilkenny, I could go inside the KFC. Mm. People turn around and look at me, and I'm like, can I help you? <laughs> you know? <No. laughs> I literally, I, I went to, like, it wasn't even Kilkenny. I was in Waterford for a day. And I was, like, see, my mom and my sister had to go to the hospital. Yeah. And I was like, look, I don't want to go to the hospital. I have nothing to do there. And this was like during COVID because like she didn't have COVID. She just had to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So there were only like one member of family can go with the child. And I was like, okay, you go, I'll wait in the car. So I went inside the KFC just to get like a takeaway. Not KFC, oh. Supermax, Supermax in Waterford yeah. to get a takeaway. And I was like, you know, I'll just get it and eat in the car. I walk in, no joke, the whole restaurant turns around and has a gawk at me. Like full oh blown staring. This? Kilkenny? No, in Waterford. Oh, okay. Kilkenny is, you get it, but it's not nearly as blatant. Blatant yeah. is the word I would use. Do you get a lot of that, like, the everyday racism? Of course. Like, and anywhere I go to, like, in work, um, like, if, I know I talk about work all the time, but that's <laughs> why it, like, happens. Like, all I'm doing is, like, I'm either in my room or I'm in work. Uh, that's how my life is like now because of the pandemic yeah um but like in work I would get like the odd person um asking me for a size and like they would like talk slowly as if I wouldn't understand they're like do you have this in a size small it's like uh yeah like I can speak English like why can't you talk to me properly and the thing is what annoys me the most is that if it was my white friends they were asking um they would obviously speak normally to them but since because I look different compared to everyone else in work it's like they do it because they think I'm stupid and that like I don't know any English and that I'm just like I think that's the whole thing about immigrants as well like um there's a whole perception around them that like there's they come to Ireland just to take people's jobs and like you know steal their dough <laughs> I would know. love to like sit someone down and be like do you have any idea how hard it is to get into this country if you're not an EU citizen yeah like do you have any idea like I was old enough to remember the paperwork and to remember being treated like a second-class citizen because we were not from Ireland yeah like we felt like criminals just bringing in paperwork you have to like I would love for just like for like RTE or someone to make like a little show where Irish people have like are treated like they're not Irish for a day and have to do the legal work, the background checks, everything we have to do just to prove we're not terrorists. 
Like I, I would just love for them to do that for one day. I wish, I wish, because it's every day it's just a bleeding struggle for us. And like it's so uncalled for. Like I'm not sure if you've ever experienced this, but like I went for my Erasmus to Scotland, literally mm-hmm. in January last year or this year yes. nearly. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Like mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm from Ireland. They're like, oh nice, you know, I went there like so and so so many years ago. But in Ireland, I'm not acceptable as Irish because I'm brown. Yeah. And oh I just God, thought... I totally get you. Like, yeah. that totally happens. Like, if you go to, like, say, to another country and you say, oh, yeah, they ask you where you're from and you say you're Irish. And, like, they don't question it. Whereas Irish people, they question it. Like, yeah. why? I don't get that. Because I'm like, can you not get from the way I talk that mm-hmm. I have some sense of belonging to this country? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's strange, because, like, even sometimes when, like, I'd be, like, at a friend's house, I literally, I've had people come over to me and be like, you're Spanish, and I'm like, I'm from Kilkenny. You're Spanish. Yeah, and I'm like, and, like, you watch their faces go, <gasps> and they just turn around and walk away. <laughs> oh, my God, stop. No, like, I, when I was on my Erasmus in Munich, my office was full of Americans, and um, they would be like, oh, English Irish same thing like no and I used to get so mad I'd be like that's two different things like you can't compare us and like even though like I wasn't born in the country like I have such like my heart is I get you and I I would tell anyone that speaks about bad about Ireland you know what I loved about Scotland the Scots are as nationalist as the Irish and you would just collectively be like we are not British we are not British we are not British but like it's so funny because like when I was like like basically for like my college over there you have to do like and what ethnicity are you and I was like Asian Asian scrolling through scrolling through scrolling through and they were like British Asian Indian or Pakistani I was like I I, I reject this I reject this straight away because like we were colonized by the Brits for 300 years yeah you know, so we're like the British Asian, but I was like, no, 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 no. I don't like this. I have friends, like in me, like when I was in Munich, like I made friends with like mm-hmm. um, people from England, and yeah. I used to be so pissed off at them, be like, give me my six kitties back. <laughs> I, I became friends with the lad from Derry, from when I was in Scotland, and I literally yeah. the first question I asked him was like. Do you call it Derry or London Derry? And he was like, Derry was like, he's one of us. He's one of us. <laughs> we like him. God. Have you ever gotten like someone asks you your name and you say it and they're like, oh no, what's your full name? Like, yeah. as in they expect me to give them like a really long, complicated name. And I'm like, yeah. my name's Zoha. And they're like, no, but like, what's your name? I'm like, Zoha. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, I'm only asking because I have an Indian friend who had like a longer name and she had a shorter name. And I'm like, am I that Indian friend? <laughs> like, no my name is Oha like I'm sorry to disappoint you but that is my name Mm. or like when they say oh it's because I have a Chinese friend or like um, a Thai friend who has like an equivalent version in Thai or in Chinese like no I don't yeah this is my name yeah yeah Yeah. I'm like gold star for having an Asian friend if that's what you wanted but like (laughs) fair play to you like, yeah, we're Asians and that's something we have in common. But we all have our different cultures and every single person is different. Like someone could have a long name and that's fine. That's their name. But someone like me could have a really short and very 
relatively easy to pronounce name like Zoha. Yeah. It's four letters, two syllables. I don't know how people butcher it, but they do. Do they? Uh, in school, Joha, Zo- Zaha, Zola, Zara, Zoe. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's just like what we face every day. Like yeah. just the tiniest thing, but it's like also big for us because like, you know, like why you wouldn't struggle with it. McGraw or something. You wouldn't struggle with that. You struggle with like a four letter like last name. If you can say Trotsky, Ibrahimovic, Michelangelo, you can learn our names. You, yeah. you, if you can learn the names of professional football players that you care about, you can learn our names. They're not that hard. Yeah. Just ask, how do I say it? But it just shows like they don't care. Like they don't care at all. Yeah, it's, it's considered like, like yeah. yeah, just like take it. Like I don't know. I was even like thinking about this. Like I would never change my surname. Really? Out of like, I'd never change my surname. I I don't know. Like, I I don't know what it is, but I always thought like I should. Yeah. Because I have two brothers, anyways, that could yeah. keep the family name going. Yeah. And like, I felt like, oh, you know, I think my life would be easier if I just had like a white people name. <laughs> yeah, a white people name. Yeah, change it to like Zoe O'Connor or something like that. Because, like, my family yeah. actually calls me, like, no one calls me Zoha. It's, like, Zoe. Everyone calls me Zoe. <laughs> but I refuse to let my friends call me Zoe. I don't respond to them if they call me Zoe. I'm, like, yeah. that's not my name. Don't whitewash my name. <laughs> it's such a, like, I don't know. I think because, like, I grew up being so hyper insecure of my ethnicity growing up that now that I'm in my 20s, I'm, like, this is who I am and you have to respect it. If you have a, If you have a problem with my culture, you have a problem with me. Yeah, you know. So I'm I'm very like even if I have kids, it's gonna be a hyphen. Hopefully, yeah. husband has a short surname. I, I actually like that idea, the hyphen. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. my name's very long. Well, not long, Pohannis. But yeah. it's not that long. Yeah. It's like six letters. But like, but like Pohannis then Walsh, like hyphen Walsh. Oh, okay. I get you. I get you. There's the hyphen. So like, yeah. if if you had a kid and you hyphen their name, they'd have a very long name. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, mm, maybe I'll like combine a name together or something like that. Or make a new name that only you like. Yeah. True. You can do that. Yeah. I was gonna say was, um, have you noticed a lot of like fetishizing with like Asian culture? I've gotten a lot of it. Like, okay, so let's just get it out there I look like a particular porn star apparently my face looks a lot like her and every single guy you look like Mia Khalifa can you do what she can do and it's because I'm brown and I look like I do actually look like her like I admit I do look like her but like there's this fetish that like I've been fetishized since I was 14 years old because I look like this porn star Uh, that's actually disgusting like yeah, or like oh i God. get it how can you point that out to you i don't know like why well how can you think that is a pickup line like explain it to me please how is calling me a porn star a good pickup line and asking me if i'm as good as her i'm yeah. sure she's brilliant fair play to her but like she's a different person to me yeah that's 
bloody awful like go to like a white person be like oh you're just certain white person literally literally. even though i'm sure lots of people do but you just wouldn't make that comparison yeah this might be a very unpopular opinion but i hate fake tan i hate fake tan so much i just like i just i find it outrageous that in a world where racism is so rampant yeah. And where people are discriminated against for their skin color, that it is acceptable for white people to make themselves darker for fashion. Yes. Yeah. You know, and like I've tried to explain this to a few of my white friends, and they're like, oh no, you're just being a bit like sensitive. I'm like, am I though? Don't get me started. The whole like, oh, you're being too sensitive. Like, you cannot walk a fucking mile in my shoes as a person of color. You wouldn't last a day. Like, and the thing is, I think like a little bit tan is okay, like naturally and yeah. stuff like that. But like when you're like going dark, like really, really dark. When you're changing races, that's yes. where I have a problem. Yeah. Like, like, we're not a fashion statement. You yeah. can't be a tourist brown person. No, you're yeah. either in it or you're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even like, I think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about our communities. Like, like you said, they think we're here to take the dole. Yeah. We are not. <laughs> like, my dad's a doctor. Mm. He's a frontline worker in the HSE. You know, that's how we got into this country. And I think it's the same for a lot of migrant families. Like, our parents work their asses off to give us better opportunities, and they pay taxes. I think it's like a whole, like, right-wing... Um, ideology mm-hmm. of like um, like the whole mis- uh, like the whole idea of like how um, immigrants are like lazy and like they're here to take pe- Irish people's jobs um, and uh, have you ever like heard of like when people say um, they should be taking care of like us Irish people first like giving us houses first like they just that. like um about like as well like refugees and stuff like that um it's actually so bad it's disgusting because like you kind of want to tell them that you don't need to have a superiority complex like people are people yeah just because someone's a refugee or an asylum seeker or an immigrant or if they're not that doesn't make them less yeah there's this big misconception that like my dad's a doctor and he tells me like he has he works for the hse like Mm. he's a very qualified man and like he's had consultants who tell him like oh you p-word you this you that you terrorist like and he has to deal with it and he tells me stories about how like african ladies come to the hospital to deliver their babies like normal people and doctors and nurses are like oh you're only having this child for the nationality aren't you yeah and they don't even touch them yeah they refuse to touch them like because they're dirty because they're black and he tells me it's the norm and like, or if there, if there's like an Asian lady in the clinic, the lady at the reception will make sure that that woman is the last person seen. That is so unprofessional. And like the way your dad is like saving people's lives and like the audacity of those people. And like the amount of shit our parents have to go through, it infuriates you. Cause like, it's different when it happens to you. You're like, I'm strong. I can take it. Yeah. When it happens to someone you love. Yeah. That's where you get really, really angry. Like it's 
it's different I think maybe because I don't know like I feel like because they work their ass off to get where they are today and like for people to treat them really different like treat them like they're like just just not humans like yeah. a whole different breed yeah. it's like why like I was just saying like oh my when my mom first came in Ireland she had a she went on a holiday I don't know where was it Wexford or something mm-hmm. um uh like someone spat like out of their car window at her and called them like chick you know the c word i don't want to say it but like um but like that's when she was she first came here as a nurse and like and also like i do sociology with journalism and like one of my main areas of interest obviously racism and islamophobia because i'm muslim as well so like I know people are like oh yeah foreigners coming here to steal jobs they love that narrative it really plays into the entire we don't get jobs because they're stealing them even though like it's been statistically proven like there have been studies done on this that like if you have what's considered to be a non-conventional Irish name mm-hmm. you are 30% less likely to even be called in for a job interview mm-hmm. and that's just your name and that's just an interview I think Irish people forget that they have like a history of immigration. I completely like, agree with you. Totally forget that part. It's like you went all over the world. You like your people went all over the world, you know? Like our, my secondary school was like a little all girl secondary school in Kenny. And mm. like I'm gonna be honest, it was racist. Like mm. but not intentionally racist. Like they were just it was so embedded in them that they didn't even realise they were being racist. Yeah. Like my sister, one of her best friends, she's half black, half Irish. Mm. So she has obviously really curly hair. So she would come in in braids sometimes, which is fine because it's part of her culture. Why can't she wear braids? Like the thing in our school was the rule was you can't have any unnatural hair colors, which is fine. So she got her braids done in like browns and blondes, like natural hair colors. And she came in and the school was immediately like, take them off take them off but then there was a girl in her year who had like green in her hair and she was told nothing but because she was a white girl it was acceptable for her to have green in her hair but for this mixed race girl to have braids even though they were abiding by the school rules it was a problem yeah like I honestly don't get secondary schools or any schools you know it's just it's just pure racist it's like I've never had a black or a brown teacher in secondary school and you just kind of realize that, like, you need more people there. Yeah. Because you do feel like an alien in primary and secondary school. Like, I definitely did. I'm, I'm going to be the first person to say it. I did. Oh, yeah. I, like, I definitely did. Like, um, there was never, like, any books or... I feel like there was not much TV shows. I mean, there was, like, a good few, but, like, we were all, like, the side characters. Like, And we were the nerds or the taxi drivers. Actually, I went to one of my girlfriend's lectures. She's a primary school teacher. Oh, she was doing her paths. Yeah. And I went into her lecture and I was the only like person of colour. And like everyone was staring at me. And I was like, oh God, like <laughs> they definitely know yeah. like I'm not supposed to be here. But like there was it was just completely full of like white people. Yeah. And like that's the thing, like we don't have um, any representation and it starts off with schools that's where we see it the most and then as we grow up we start to see it like everywhere um like 
for example, like I can't relate to anyone in the doll, like in politics, because there is no one that looks like me, like no one represents what like what I believe in, like maybe yeah. like there's just no one I can relate to, like because there's not many politicians that look like us and represent us, you know. Yeah, like obviously I'm Pakistani and when Mr. Leo was voted into the doll, like, you know, everyone was like, oh my God, you know, there's a half Indian man. But I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not happy with him. I feel like he plays the, he only, I'm sorry, like, this is my opinion, but he only started caring about brown and black people when it was fashionable. Hmm. When the Black Lives Matter movement kicked off and I was like, Leo, were you not a brown man for God knows how many years before that? Did you not see that Aaron was racist? Were there not incidents where girls were assaulted on the streets in Dublin because they were brown or because they were Muslim and you did nothing? He should have been a voice. He should have been our, like, Obama. He did nothing. And I'm sorry, but I think that is just not good enough. He had um, a lot of potential, but just... Didn't, like he was uh, half Indian and he was a gay man oh he is a gay man sorry yeah. oh my god <laughs> what did I say where's our name he is he, um, but like he just just like the bar is so low yeah like he really let everyone down didn't he you could have been like this huge pushing factor for social change in Ireland and I'm sure he's aware of it I'm sure he knows how it feels to be discriminated again and again and again like I don't even want to get into politics because like we'll be here for like hours but like anyway (laughs) Leo you make us sad you can do better please (laughs) I don't think he can I don't think think he cares yeah I don't think he cares and that's what hurts me the most I'm like you got our votes you got our support and you're doing nothing what advice would you give to like a black or a brown kid who is currently like being raised in Ireland? Don't be embarrassed of your culture. Like I appreciate it. Like do not let it go because as you get older, you're going to lose in touch with who you really are. And like, just don't get whitewashed. Yeah. <laughs> don't get whitewashed. Don't get whitewashed. And yeah. like, especially because you don't see in like in power, you don't see the same people that look like you. You don't see there's not many like black brown people in power, like in government. Say so if you ever want to work in there one day, you kind of lose hope because you're like, oh, why isn't anyone there that look like me? Um, why like why is it just full of white people? Just never lose hope I guess because I feel like I should tell myself that every day because I'm doing my master's in public policy and hoping to work within the government one day and you know be I don't I just don't want to be that person that goes into the door as the first Filipino woman I don't want to be labeled as that because it shouldn't have to be that way you know yeah but like I see you kind of like going into the doll and being like yeah we're gonna change <laughs> let's you know, change everything. yeah let's change everything <laughs> this is how we're gonna fix the world a slideshow I wish. <laughs> number one more black brown people into yeah. governments but the thing is like 
even over the Black Lives Matter, like all normal everyday black and brown people in Ireland were like speaking up, making videos, yeah. being like, we need representation. We need representation. And the government, I refuse to believe they haven't seen a single one of those. Yeah. Like they are aware of it. There are black and brown people in this country who are willing to step forward yeah. and create that change or help with that change. We just need that opportunity to yeah. actually be given a platform we can use. Yeah. Because like you can speak to anyone and it's basically the same five things being reiterated again and again and again. Yeah. So we have a solution. We just need a chance. Yeah. Basically. Hopefully we'll get that.